0: Block talk radio One eight seven seven cards for kids. KARS cards for kids. One eight seven seven cards for kids. Donate your car today.
1: One eight seven seven cars for kids. KARS cars for kids.
2: One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight
0: seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars
2: for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate
0: your <laughs> card today. <laughs>
2: Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit JockJournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At JockJournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's JockJournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to to go, and it's jockjournal.com. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. Radio, and now it is time for the Sports Drive. Your host, Josh Lopez, will be taking calls for the next two hours, and his co-host, Sean Mann, will be giving you up-to-date news direct from jockjournal.com. Jock. So, get on the line and become a Jockstar.
0: What's going on, everybody,
3: here on the Tuesday, November 24, 2015? Welcome to the Sports Drive with Sean Mann and Josh Lopez. We have reached double digits, ladies and gentlemen. We have reached episode number 10 of the Sports Drive here on Jock Journal Radio and com, And also, Jock Journal sponsors uh, the Sports Drive, so check out com for your non-politically correct analysis, and opinion pieces of the world of the NFL. My name is Joshua Lopez. I'm the host of the Sports Drive here. Uh, we're live every Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from 1030 to 1230 p.m. Central time, which makes it 1130 to 130 p.m. to East. If you live in the West, well, figure it out because it's not my concern or my problem. Anyway, we got open phone lines for you at 602. 753-1743. Once again, that number six zero two seven five three one seven four three. 602-753-1743 if you'd like to chime in and talk about the Bills-Patriots game. We got uh, – this could be our last show of the week because obviously I want the boys and all you guys to enjoy your holiday week. Um, so we got a lot to get to and not a lot of time. So what we're going to do is take this first half hour to go over the Bills-Patriots game. Frank has an interesting suggestion for Peyton Manning. Uh, we got a rant on the NFL referees. After that uh, half-hour break, when it's 11 o'clock, we'll begin Skippy Bale's bash hour with Brian Snow, and then once 11.30 comes by, we'll make our picks for Week 12 of the NFL season. So not a lot of time to uh, go on to a little quiz and rants and waste time, so we got a lot to get to. We we'll want to get some particulars out of the way. Follow us to Twitter at Sports Drive D A Sports Dash Sports Drive. Um, I'm at Twitter at W D. Josh Lopez. Sean is at Twitter at Sean S W R. Who knows? Maybe Sean will change his Twitter handle after Thanksgiving. I don't know. <laughs> uh Frank is at Twitter at Jock J R L Frank. That's for Jock Journal Frank. Like we mentioned before, check out jockjournal.com, dot com. Go to the Jock Journal radio section and you can find all our on demand episodes of the Sports Drive. And also, go on iTunes, leave a review, radio, tell a friend about it. It helps us out to spread the word of the fastest rising, non politically correct sports talk radio show in the world, This Sports Drive. With that said, um, with the, all the particulars out of the way, let me introduce one of my good friends, and uh, one of the daily, weekly uh, co hosts of the show, the Big Win on the Bumblebee USA, Turkey Boy USA, Bumblebee, Indiana. The Big Win, Frank
4: Brinkle. You took the words out of my mouth. Wait, did you did you call me a turkey?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, you called.
4: Wait, why did you call me a turkey? I mean, first you called me the big win, which has caught on pretty well, and then you uh, called me a big blue bumblebee, which I am still trying to figure out. I'm having to that. Brain dead. What's with the turkey? I mean, you're you're confusing me, Josh. You're confusing me. Goodness, <laughs> what's with the turkey?
3: I, I seen you in person. You kinda of, you kinda of have the shape of the turkey, i just say
4: <laughs> Oh, you're no, you're no. you're 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 up for the insults. You're up for too many insults. My goodness.
3: All right, let's introduce our co hosts Uh we got Walmart Boy, we got Gunterball man, uh, ready to enjoy his uh day with his family the next couple of days. We have Sean Man, the historian man. All the way from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, the home of the only Walmart to offer <laughs> haircuts to Nimrod. What's up? We know of.
5: <laughs> you know something? If you if you were here right now, Josh and, and Frank, and you saw my face, you would know I'd have a very big expression for that. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? If you go to Walmart just once or, or once in a while and give it a shot to go to Walmart and get a haircut, you would understand, and know that it takes guts. To do it. I have the guts <laughs> to walk into any barber shop to get a doggone haircut. With that being said, i am shot man, the historian man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sports Drive. It's November 24th, 2015. It's 1137 a.m. on the East Coast, which makes it 837 a.m. on the West Coast. Weather right now out here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's 32 degrees and we got snow. It's snowing and that's the type of weather you would expect, especially since we're a few days away from. How are you, Josh? And how's the weather out there in the Windy City? And how are you, Frank? And how's Bumblebee, Indiana? Bumblebee, it's Indiana. Just,
4: this, started, this Bumblebee is starting to really catch up. Oh, it's cold. Oh, my goodness, Josh. How can you complain it's cold? You've lived here your entire life like me. You should expect I, I, it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not
3: complaining. He was as old as the future
4: weather was. I just told him it's cold. Well, yeah,
0: but say, you gave it to a
4: like it's Florida? Florida. You gave it. You gave you, gave, you, um, you gave the interpretation. It's cold, it's chilly. Don't don't, 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 <laughs>
0: don't don't hit
3: me with that. D- don't don't start your crap. We got a lot <laughs> of to do anyway. Yeah, let's let's talk about last night's uh, Buffalo Bills New England Patriots Monday night football game. If you like to call it and talk about it. You can join us at 602 Once again, that number is 602 753 1743. This is the sports drive with Sean Mann and Josh Lopez. I'll give my thoughts in a little bit, but we'll start off with the resident Patriots, uh, the, the Patriots oh, yes, fan, uh, Sean Mann. Uh, buddy, the Patriots won 20 to 13. They're 10 and 0 the season, being a division rival. Uh, Sean, what was your thoughts in the game last night?
4: He's happy. Sean? Are you
5: there? The bat the battle of the defense is the way I look at it. Uh excuse me, I was on mute because I was laughing hard with Bumblebee Indiana. Anyway, um uh, oh, we go I to the done? Monday
4: night. Oh, what I, what I doing?
5: <laughs> All right, Monday night football. The New England Patriots, yes, they prevailed twenty to thirteen. The way I look at it because we don't want to get too descriptive into this and get too much into it. This was a game New England needed to win, certainly because of the fact that this is a Patriots team that is banged up. They are hit with injuries. Uh, Amendola, I just found out, breaking news into the sports drive, is also dealing with the uh, MRI. So he's going through an MRI right now. Ooh. New England is really banged out. Yeah, he- yeah, ouch is right. Patriots do need to find themselves maybe another wide receiver because they're losing receivers, and they're really that's really hurting them quite a bit. Because they just lost Edelman mm-hmm. four to six weeks. He'll be back for the playoffs. Now they got Amendola, who's going in for an MRI. The Patriots won, but the issue I am still fumed about as you know you? something official. Yes, officials. How in the living crap do you call an inadvertent whistle? Okay? <laughs> Brady did not step out of bounds. The pass was complete. Amandorla was going to go off Here the races for a
0: touchdown.
2: Yeah. Hey, I was like, there and I was like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> wow. Seriously. Is-
4: the Patriots won. Be happy. Be happy about that. Be that happy, was a turning yeah, point. They're that could, that could have cost us the game. Come on. Well, let me say this. You know what? Josh and I are, hey. are fans of the Chicago Bears. We wish our team were ten and zero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are you are know, you, you're, 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 you
3: my friend. You my friend are an ungrateful sports fan. Your yeah, team is ten yeah. and zero, and you're getting upset over a stupid referee call.
4: Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, let me ask you this question: The New oh England Patriots are ten and zero. You have more reason, as a fan of the New yes. England Patriots, to be more thankful than a lot of other NFL teams. Yeah. Don't yes,
5: I'm very thankful. I, you know what? Let I'm be, very don't be thankful. But you know, when you're the But the point you know, is, when you're the Tom officials, Brady, you have to make the right call. That
4: oh, the God. inadvertent whistle was bullcrap. That almost cost us the game. You're but it didn't. Me. The Frank,
3: Lowe, Frank Lowe's new in the
4: game last night. I got to tell you this, Josh, and we were talking before coming on the air, Josh, and what's being is you and I are in agreement in, in, on this. The New England Patriots are probably going to lose a game or two here. I mean, we were talking about this, Josh, you and I, and you could almost sense it because now you look at what Tom Brady went through last night, and you got to admit, it wasn't uh, the most intriguing performance by Tom Brady. We've seen Tom Brady better. But you look yeah. at what the Buffalo Bills did. And Rex Ryan, uh, the key here mm-hmm. was, blitz Tom Brady. Well, you know what? That's going to be the calling card for these other NFL defenses. they got to go into Denver next week. Look, forget about Peyton Manning. I know you're not playing Peyton Manning, but you got to go up against that tough Denver Bronco defense. That Denver Bronco defense, which gave Aaron Rodgers a hard time, you can expect they're going to give Tom Brady a hard time. Josh, Sean, the secret is out. Try to rush Tom Brady, and you may see him throw an incomplete pass or two. Because I'll be honest, Tom Brady, we saw a lot better from as opposed to last night.
5: You know, Josh, before we get to you, I got, yeah, you know, that's the, uh, the thing about this, about it becoming uh, becoming a defensive battle. Because when you look at the Buffalo Bills, they were blitzing Tom mm-hmm. Brady all night last night. Yeah. And Rex, you know what, Rex Ryan did say it in his, uh, when he got interviewed on the sideline before the game. He said, uh, we're going to come at Brady with everything we got and you pretty much saw that and he picked that up when he used to be the coach of the Jets because you know he right. had had some successes as Jets coach against the New England Patriots because he that. brought Don't that forget. Well, you have to remember, well, Rex Ryan, Ryan Rex hold it Frank. Rex Ryan is a defensive-minded coach. He knows more about the defense than he does about the offense and it was a heck of a game. It could have gone either way. Buffalo did make it a good game, but you know what? Look, all right, there wasn't just the inadvertent whistle. The officials were bad all around last night. It seems like they really didn't do a very good job of, uh, like, the last play of the game, I saw that story before we, before I even called you on Skype, okay, when we were doing our pre-conference calls, everybody, and they said clearly that Buffalo Bill player with two seconds left was out of bounds. The official, I think it was like the headline judge, I think it was like a few minutes later, ruled that he was in bounds and, they, and the clock went, all the way down to triple zero. So the officials Mm -hmm. really need to uh, maybe look at the tape, review, accept responsibility, which they are, and try to do better. But you know what? It's part of the game. You know that in every league there's going to be mistakes made by the officials. They're not expected to be perfect. Mistakes happen. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a world full of mistakes for sports. And now, Josh, we get to you on your thoughts of the Patriots' Bills.
3: I, re- I DVR'd this game because I was uh, live tweeting Monday Night Raw last night, and um, I-, I watched it after. Uh, I, you know, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. The Bills' defense really showed up on the road. I was not that impressed by Tom Brady whatsoever, even though he did help me get some key fantasy points to win this weekend. Nonetheless, <laughs> I'll-, I'll digress. But um, I- I- the game was close. Um, it was just one of those typical – Rex Ryan versus Bill Belichick games where you have a bunch of calls that one A don't go for one side and one B doesn't go for the other side. I like I mean, I see all the people whining and moaning about the Patriots not uh having referees get in the way, but nobody ever says anything about the Earth team that gives a million flags any time they play against the New England Patriots. I mean, watching Patriots games like watching Cleveland Cavaliers games or any team with that team <laughs> you wants to be on. It doesn't matter how good you are, you're going to get a bunch of flags because, no, nobody's allowed to beat Tom Brady. Nobody's allowed to beat the Patriots. No Belichick's the greatest coach in sliced bread. Uh, so I, I was bored with the game last night. I, a, Ty Tyrod Taylor is a very good running back type of quarterback, but I, I'm not going to put my face in Tyrod Taylor with a last-minute drive and the way that game ended on uh, last night was evidence of that. That guy is just not a uh, reliable dominant field thrower.
0: Yeah,
5: you, you know, uh, Josh. Yeah, it was. It was a good a good point. You know, there uh, with that. And you have to remember. Uh, Buffalo, maybe it improves them in the long run against the Patriots. I have to think about this, too. They did talk a little bit about week two. The Pats in that game had a 24-point lead, okay, going into the fourth quarter. I was on a Skype call, ladies and gentlemen, with Josh. I remembered that, and I was a bit nervous because the Bills were making a comeback cut the game to five new england kicked the field goal went on to win (laughs) 40 to 32 so you know maybe the buffalo bills are kind of thinking maybe for the foreseeable future we don't know how long brady has left in the nfl that maybe we could start challenging new england and stuff too that they could that the bills could feel like because if you look at that entire afc east frank and like you have said frank numerous times that the patriots are the team that's always winning the afc east you know no the, the three teams. You know the three teams try to challenge New England. You've had the Jets, who have had maybe been more more of a challenge for New England because, uh, you know, the Jets of course beat them in the playoff game. The Jets won two thousand and two AFC East. Miami won in oh eight, and then you've had this Buffalo Bills team that hasn't been big since the Jim Kelly era. So. Maybe the Bills are saying maybe it's a sign of things to come. I, who knows? And it's hard to speculate. Tyrod Taylor, I will give him props, though, is not a bad quarterback. He played pretty well last night. And uh, they've got LaShawn McCoy, so they, they've got some talent there, the Bills do. And if, as long as Rex Ryan is there, he can continue to keep improving the defense because of him being the defensive caliber type of coach.
4: Frank, you had something to add? Well, yeah, I got, oh, you mentioned yeah. Tyrod Taylor here. Taylor. Weren't there a couple of moments in that game, actually multiple moments, more than a couple, in which Tyrod Taylor should have been sacked by that Patriot defense, but he broke the sack and was able to either scrim- to get across the line of scrimmage or find his receivers downfield. But Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. he did give that Patriot defense fits at times. And if you're the Buffalo Bills, obviously New England's going to win this division. Uh, the best the Bills can do. And they are in contention for a wild card spot. But I really think the future is looking bright for the Buffalo Bills. you got Rex Ryan in as head coach. you got what seems to be a promising quarterback. Your defense is starting. I'll tell you what, that defense played a pretty solid game despite the fact that they lost last night. So I think as far as the Buffalo Bills are concerned, the future is looking good. The thing is, as long as you have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady doesn't seem to be slowing down here, the New England Patriots are going to be winning this division year in and year out. And you mentioned also, Sean, about Rex mm-hmm. Ryan and those pretty solid Jets teams that he coached. And they were pretty solid themselves, too, because let's understand this. They went to the playoffs a few times. The AFC Did lose championship game lose, Sean? No, I'm still here. Dead air. Uh, so uh, that, yeah, Frank cut so up dead air. My bad. Oh my goodness! Okay. Frank, you had dead air. <laughs> dead air. My goodness, do you guys hear me talk? i never get full of dead air. Well, I'm uh, you know. Y- 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 let's get back to the
5: game real quickly. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I I I noticed, like Josh, I understand. We don't want to get too much into this because we still have a lot to get to. We got Skippy Bales Bash Hour coming up in 11 right. minutes. I noticed it a couple of times where. I felt like the Patriots had Tyrod Taylor wrapped up and then he avoided the sack. And I felt like Does this is, I was thinking to myself, is this reminiscent of February of 2008 when that had Eli Manning wrapped up and he avoided it and then he found uh, David Tyree? I kind of yeah. kept feeling like that too. But you're, you're right. The future is maybe bright for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, Rex is one of these coaches that. People can call him a hothead. People can just judge him and say, oh, I don't like Rex Ryan because he's got a big mouth. Rex wants to win. He's a guy who tries to fire. He wants to fire up a football team. And he, mm-hmm. of course, has experience because he won a Super Bowl. He was a coordinator for the uh, 2000 Baltimore Ravens. He was the uh, he was the defensive coordinator for Baltimore. So he has the experience because he was with the Brian Billick's Ravens. So I have to say that um, – Baltimore is a team that – actually, not Baltimore, but Rex is a guy who really feels that the objective is winning and winning only, and even though I get so sick of him when he opens up his mouth, you know, he, he wants to prove all the writers and everybody right that I'm right and you're wrong and you saw what my team can do against anybody.
3: <laughs> Let me pose this question, and Frank brought this up during the show yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. You said, my friend, that you had a suggestion for one Peyton Manning as well, we had for commercial break soon. Uh, what, what, what was your suggestion we have for Peyton Manning, buddy?
4: Yeah, this is your segment. I want to hear this, Frank. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. This, this is going to require a lot of discussion here. We know about Peyton Manning's future. We know um, him playing in Denver is in doubt. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, listen, and if indeed he doesn't play in Denver last year, the next year, you know what? I got a great solution. How about a return to Indianapolis? A return to the Indianapolis Colts. Think about this, guys. Now, what, now, what do you guys think about the mm. Indianapolis Colts and Peyton Manning? You guys must think I'm brain dead. I'm moronic. Wait, they got Andrew Luck. He's the future. Yeah, and, he, and, and that is true. Andrew Luck is the future. But understand this. Peyton Manning's going to be 40 years old next year. He only has one year remaining on his contract. Peyton Manning, listen. Based on what we what we've seen last year and really the last few years, the last couple of years, Peyton Manning is not a long term solution. Obviously, the guy is heading for retirement, if not this year, next year. But think about this: the Indianapolis Colts have had a team, have been a team of turmoil, a team of struggle. They have they have Matthew Hasselbeck, who is forty. You've Got to question if he'll be back next year. So why not sign Peyton Manning to a backup role, in which he can mentor Andrew Luck? Bring some spark back into that Colts organization that has been an utter disaster this year, and on top of that, end his career in Indianapolis the way it should have been in the first place, the way it still can be.
5: For, so I think that's what your philosophy is about. What we're talking about with Peyton Manning—he after he this year, after this year, he wants to come back and play one more a year. You're saying, from what I'm hearing, you directly say is that he leaves Denver and he goes back to Indianapolis, Indiana, and becomes the backup for the Colts. i got to disagree with you on this, Frank, because, look, I have to tell you, he has one year left on that five-year deal for that five-year contract. He wants to come back and play. If anything Hmm. else, I still believe that the first choice for him would be to go back to the Denver Broncos and play that final year and then retire as NFL quarterback. Denver will not win the Super Bowl this year. Will then have to sit down and uh, mm-hmm. start working out because you know what he has one with him saying with him when I was uh, watching uh, listening to W E I uh, radio which is out of Boston I saw the he- whole headline that Manning wants to come back my view is is that Dude, it has to be De- De- it, it it has to be Denver I really think that it probably will be in a couple weeks ago I kept thinking could it possibly be the last time we see Brady against Manning and the great rivalry and the tradition there. Uh, pretty much not. Uh, now, according now,
2: one Peyton back.
5: According according to what Peyton Manning is saying, with him saying he wants to come back for another year, but now I in the, I don't see that happening. What's your thoughts, Josh, on this uh, philosophy and this dream and this possibility by Frank?
3: I disagree with both of you. Actually, I one I don't think Denver, I don't think I I don't think Peyton Manning. If he played another year, I don't think it would be with Denver be honest with you. I'm not saying he's gonna right. go back to Indianapolis because Andrew Locke obviously is the base of the franchise there now so that that can't work. But let's
1: say that
3: Drew Brees retires after this season and Uh oh I know you, where we're going here. No, hear. no. Uh maybe uh Peggy goes out one more year with the Saints.
4: Comes home to dad. That's an interesting scenario. I understand, because he grew up within the New Orleans Saints organization, growing up in Mississippi, Archie having played for the New Orleans Saints. That's intriguing right there. But somebody tells me Drew Brees, well, hold on. Does Drew Brees look at possibly retirement? Because if Sean Payton doesn't come back, you understand. Sean Payton and Drew Brees, these two guys have been hand-in-hand and close to the hip like you wouldn't believe. But I would love to see the Indianapolis scenario, if it doesn't work with Denver. Sean, you're talking about uh, Peyton Manning, and you believe he's going to finish his career with the Denver Broncos. All right, I do believe mm-hmm. if, the door, if the door is open for him to come back it, to the Denver Broncos next year, that he will do that. But how do we not know the Denver Broncos want him? Peyton Manning has not had a good year, and they may want to look beyond Peyton Manning and realize to themselves the future is now starting in 2016. Yeah, uh, well, I, hard I, I just to.
3: Want, uh, let me ask this Go question ahead. one more before we head to the commercial break. Um, so, when you look at the last five, or six years of Peyton Manning's, uh career, this is obviously going to be the swan, swan song period of pay Manning's career. He's going to, he's going to wrap it up soon. Um, what do you think?
4: the question I'm going to ask here is Will you guys think it will be the ultimate legacy
5: of Peyton Manning in the NFL? The legacy? I, oh, Sean. There. Oh boy. You know, uh, that, Josh, that's, you really asked a good question. Good one here. Um, I think the legacy would be that there's two parts of the, a few parts of the legacy that we can remember with Peyton Manning. Okay. A, okay. He's got a Super bowl under his belt. So he realizes that he can be proud of that. He would, he big role to get the Colts to the Super Bowl, the 06 Indianapolis. B, he broke NFL mm-hmm. records.
0: C, he had mm-hmm. had some
5: good, he had had good fourth quarter comebacks. There were some positives about that. And I think the, there's a negative that I've always said about Peyton Manning. And that is Peyton Manning still can't win big games in the postseason. You remember the time when he came in everybody thought the Colts were proud when he was drafted in the NFL. He didn't have a good first season. The Colts had a miserable, miserable year. They went like 3 and 15. But then 1990 1999 on he finally got the Colts to the playoffs. They fight the Colts finally got to the playoffs. He finally was able to win some AFC East divisions, but every time Peyton Manning would get the Colts there, Peyton Manning still failed big time in some key playoff games. And I can tell you, there's two Super Bowls that do ring a bell that. What do you say, Frank, on the legacy of Peyton Manning? What do you think? What will people remember him
4: for? Well, you're right about the playoff losses and how terrible it has been for Peyton Manning in the postseason. And here's the thing. Listen, the last 15 years, it's been a league centered around Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And 50 years from now, we will look back at this era We'll definitely look back at this
5: era and, and to try to figure But here's an important part out. of the legacy,
4: Sean. Sean, here's a, Sean and Josh, here's a big part of the legacy. How about that this guy literally saved the Indianapolis Colts? Because if you look at the Indianapolis Colts pre-1998, they had the number one draft pick. It was either Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. The majority of Colts fans wanted Ryan Leaf. They got Peyton Manning. But if you look at the Indianapolis Colts before 1998... This was not an organization that had a lot of promise, a lot of hope, a strong Mm standing. They had losing seasons. If you look at the Indianapolis Colts, if they had drafted Andrew, of course they drafted Andrew but they had drafted Ryan Leaf, let's say, and Ryan Leaf played out as it did in San Diego, the Colts' organization would probably be mediocre and, to that effect, may not even be in Indianapolis today. They may be the team that we're talking about in Los Angeles. But look at Peyton Manning. He comes in in 1998. It takes a couple seasons. But in a couple seasons, this team is a legitimate contender. They're in the playoffs frequently. Yeah. They win a Super Bowl and they get a new stadium built. That's the legacy of Peyton Manning. He saved the Indianapolis Colts right there, gentlemen.
5: Frank, I have to say that I agree with you because before Peyton Manning came, the Colts were still, you know, they were a very, very good team. They had Lindy and
4: Fontek. Sean, yeah, Sean, you're cutting out. Yeah, we have to cut Sean out. Uh, he going a in right and right out right? bad habit. Josh, what do you think of that legacy? Peyton Manning, the face of the Indianapolis Colts, saving that organization after quite a few years of mediocrity and turning it around to a Super Bowl in a new stadium.
0: Um,
3: I, I agree on that end, Frank, but also at the same time, I think what I think Peyton Manning's ultimate leg to be is class personified. In a league that. where you have to be defined as egos and uh, individuals, I, I think Peyton man defines class as a leader, as a quarterback, and then also as a human being. I always called Peyton Manning the Derek Jeter of uh, the NFL and um, – He'll definitely be missed once he stops playing. but um, Like the leadership aspect. Yeah, the leadership aspect. Um, you know, Ray Lewis was the one that was vocal, but I think Peyton Manning was the one that led by example. And, I, and I'm more into those type of leaders. With that said, we're going to go to um, our commercial break. When we come back, we'll bring Brian Stowe and for Gibby Bell's bash hour. Next year on the Sports Drive here on Jack Journal Radio.
1: One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One
0: eight
2: seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight
0: seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, cars
2: for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate
0: your car today.
4: Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune.
2: Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Go ahead.
4: All right. Uh, Step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the wacky waterfall?
0: That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the wacky
2: waterfall.
0: It's the shower, Dad.
2: Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to GEICO.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local GEICO office. It is time for the Skippy Bayless Bash. Skip Bayless talks crap all day long. And now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now the Jockstars fight back!
0: Love more for good measures. This is the last time we'll play this throughout the week. It
2: is time for the Skippy Bayless Bash. Woo-hoo. Skip Bayless talks crap all day long, and yes. now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now... The Jockstars fight back.
3: You know what, one more time, since Bryce Snow just
0: loves the bash our theme. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is time for the
2: Skippy Bayless Bash. Get Bayless talks crap all day long, and now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now it yes, is. The Jockstars Fight Back.
3: All right, welcome everybody to the funniest sports talk radio segment in the world. It's the Skip Bayless Bass Shower, brought to you by com and the brain of one Joshua Lopez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I not have to say, but. Uh, uh, Beforehand, let's uh, welcome in our great friend and best our extraordinaire,
1: Brian Oh, Morning, fellas. It's the last time we're doing this Morning, before guys. we go stuff ourselves. It's the last time we're doing this this week before we go stuff ourselves with turkey dressing and everything else. And I have a distinct the feeling man, this is going to be epic. <laughs> yes, yeah,
5: sir. And snowman, man, I have a statement so. to say. Get Bayless a yeah. to watch the underrated three and seven Cowboys play against the Panthers.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you repeat well, that statement for hold on. that's actually
3: that's an that's actually an actual quote. So um so I know, I'm just, I know I'm for, everybody. Go I mean, for it. Hey, go for it, Josh. Tommy you it. didn't even do the intro yet, you hump? I was yeah, I was going to Ladies and gentlemen hey, and boys and girls,
5: it's that time again for the Skippy Bayless Bash Tower, hosted by Joshua Lopez, Shudman, Frank Sprinkle,
0: and Brian the Snowman. Hey,
3: so I call in by your phone. you are cutting in and out through your computer. Oh.
0: Uh-oh. All
3: right, here you go. Um, anyway, let's get bad boy started. Skippy Bayless said that my...
4: And thus we begin some shock movie.
3: (laughs) My Golden State Warriors winning streak will come to an end at the hands of the Philadelphia 76ers. This
1: one's mine. This one's mine. I'm
4: getting out of the way. Hey, I'm way out of the way. Go ahead, Brian Snow. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.
1: The Golden State Warriors winning streak will come... To an end at the hands of the Philadelphia 76ers, sure, if they had Julius serving Andrew Toney, Moses Malone, Bobby Jones, and those guys. <laughs> serving the lineup in Philadelphia right now, Philadelphia is going to get annihilated. Drop the mic.
4: What I don't <laughs> understand is how can it be with uh, – so wait, the, the Gold State Warriors are going to be undefeated until January 30th? Didn't I point that out earlier before we came on the air that January 30th is when the Warriors and the 76ers play, and that's in Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure of that. Yes. But it's January 30th. Don't you think the Warriors are going to lose one game by then? Maybe two, probably two. No. I think we got Sean back here. Uh, Sean, I said that, Kippy said that
3: Golden State winning streak was going to come to an end to uh, the Philadelphia
0: 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, good okay, so, idiot. all right. So, I, I reckon,
5: okay, I, I reckon this. Okay, what I reckon is that, okay, Golden State wins the rest of their games before January 30th. <laughs> <laughs> and Philadelphia loses the rest of their games before the 30th. And simply this <laughs> will say, uh-huh, see, what did I tell you back on November 24th? That Philadelphia. You uh, didn't call me crap. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, I, my I, god! Wow, <laughs> go. dumb Bayless.
0: quote, Skip.
3: Yeah, Scooby Bayless said that the officiating in the NFL is at an all-time high.
1: That's bullshit.
0: Go, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> is yours, this that snowman?
1: That's bullshit, and y'all know it. <laughs>
4: Oh, and I watch it. I watch it. I know it. By, I know it from what I see. And you know what I see? It's not good officiating. You can't even hit the quarterback yeah. or the kicker. I've been too blinded which, with yellow. I don't like the color yellow yeah. anymore. I never liked it. Which, which
1: leads, which leads to my very simple statement.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right.
3: That Skippy Bale said that Kevin. Skippy Bale said that Kevin Love can run circles around Carl Malone.
1: Oh. Repeating my sentence from earlier. That's bullshit. You know, we better go on because Brian is talking about bulls. You, you know what? We're trying Brian's to, go, to on the go out with a
4: thing. You know what I'm thinking? Frank is going to be like, "All right, I'm hanging up. Goodbye. I'm out of here." No, <laughs> I'm not quite yet. I'm
0: not at that
4: point yet. Typically, it takes. A- well, uh. A few quotes for me to hate when I hate up.
0: Kevin right. Love can
1: run circles around Carl Malone. One good diamond cutter from Carl yeah. Malone, and Kevin Love is done for his career. Next.
0: Did Skip was
4: dream about that last night? He must have dreamt about it. Uh, all right. Skip
3: Lee oh. said that he could give the big show a two-stone pile, driver.
4: You know, I'm about ready to leave now. Oh, <laughs> no man I'm about ready. here. I'm going to leave now. Look. Wow.
1: He can give the b when did he Josh, when did he say this?
3: He said this uh, earlier this morning.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Look,
1: I'm six i I'm six five oh and three hundred and twenty five pounds and not even I can give the uh the big show a tombstone power driver. Even I know my limits.
0: I said this about the
4: big show, the big show was probably halfway across oh my. my house he picked pick me up and throw me halfway across my house. And I'm in good yeah. shape. I really am for a guy at 6'1", 175. The big show would pick me up <laughs> and throw me halfway across my house.
1: He'd throw yeah. me halfway across hey, uh, my house. No. circle me around my <laughs> house.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I can't believe that. Gippy
3: Bayless says that the organization and management in San Francisco 49ers are utterly repugged and that the 49ers are going to be completely horrible for the next 10 years after this season. Okay, oh,
0: now sorry, you sorry, me off. Please,
3: say, yeah.
1: All right, now you piss pissed me off. For the next <laughs> couple of years, maybe, okay, because they have a lot of problems to solve offensively and defensively. But for the next 10 years, I don't think so, Skip Bayless. Jed York and Trent Baalke are going to bite the dust in co- as being in control of the 49ers. I see that happening in the next couple of years. But what all, but what could also happen is that they may, you know, put their heads together and say, okay, you know what, we messed up. Let's bring some people in that actually know how to play football and win, unlike what the Dallas Cowboys have done in the past 10 years. And I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, me Bayless said that my Oh the shocks are going. Mm-hmm. Well, he said my, my didn't he? Jag- yeah. He said my tactical Jaguars will beat my Houston, Texas Houston, Texas, my Indianapolis Colts and my
4: Oh jeez, those shocker meters are growing low on power. Uh,
0: Tennessee
3: uh, Titans to win the AFC South. Oh my
0: gosh! Okay, okay. This, I I got right. I have
3: something to
5: say about this. Hold on, Snowman. The Go Jaguars ahead. haven't been worth a hell of
0: beans, and now you're praising them. Oh, they're going to beat every team in the AFC South division. Look at the record, you. Gosh, can't believe this. Oh, I can't wait to hear Snowman. Oh, my gosh. Now he's praising the Jaguars.
1: How are the Jaguars going to beat anybody with those gold-ass uniforms they have?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh,
4: my gosh. How are they going to beat anybody with that talent they have?
1: How how are they going to beat anybody... With the lack of talent they have, although Blake Bortles has come on lately, let me give credit yeah. where credit is But, but how in the hell are they going to beat anybody with those gold-ass uniforms, that like two-tone helmets, <laughs> and that lack <laughs> of talent?
3: <laughs> <that was laughs> those jerseys were utterly horrible. <laughs> I agree. I, mean, I, 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 I see, I see better jerseys from Noble Street College teams uh, at the yeah. Files the That's, a
1: That's a vibe. That's a vibe. You know what, if it was Tony Brackens leading the defense, then maybe. If it was Mark <laughs> Burnell at quarterback Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell yeah. to throw to, then maybe. But this year, hell no.
5: Um, <laughs> I, remember, I remember that Thursday night game, Josh. It was the Titans against the Jaguars. You sent me those uniforms and you're saying, shot look at these crappy uniforms that the Jaguars are wearing. And I just was like, oh, my
2: gosh. Wow. Yeah. Th-
0: this is Scooby a point Bale
1: of said, doing the an... – Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go for it, Josh.
2: Scooby Bales
3: said, Bale said that he would like to have a three-quarterback depth start like this. Buckle your seatbelts here. You. Johnny Manziel. Oh, no. oh boy. I'm RT-3. Oh, boy. And Tim
1: Tebow. I'm gone. Oh. See ya. Yeah, dude,
4: look at you. Jumped. I was taking a page out of my book and wants to leave. Wow. So, wait, it... so wait hold on, hold on. You have two troublemakers. Johnny
1: Pantel, RG3, and Tim Tebow for his three-tiered quarterback.
3: Yeah, other will no one... on
1: the offense. No wonder Skip Benz was hair coloring every morning.
0: I could
5: just, <laughs> you know what? I can just see the expression on your face, there, Snowman. I, I'm like, wow. You're just like, I cannot believe. Yeah. Skip and this Bayless is the
1: episode before. That. And this is the episode before Thanksgiving.
0: Yes, it is.
4: <laughs> I tell you what, any team that had a quarterback depth chart like that would definitely not be thankful. Right? <laughs> running low on
1: power.
3: My Dallas Cowboys will route the Carolina Panthers on
1: Thursday on CBS. Okay, this one's mine. <laughs> this one's mine. And here's a diehard battery for that shockometer. okay?
4: Oh, yes! Wow.
1: <laughs> did he, Josh, lead. did he say that this morning? Yes, he did, my friend. Mr. Bayless, how in the blue blooded, red blooded, yellow bellied hell. Can't take such a ridiculous statement. Three and seven, <laughs> ten and zero. You uh, barely got twenty people back. Cam Newton's been running things all year long.
0: Oh god! I can't believe you said that. I never, now I can see Snowman it just hurt.
5: I
3: can see his face. I got images. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Frank, you know me very well to know that when something ridiculous like this is uttered, the look on my face belies words.
0: I actually I wait, ridiculous. You think,
4: that's I, I ridiculous? That I think I ridiculous that that, big, that he thinks he can beat the big show. Skip Bayless thinks he can beat the big show. That's that cannot be any more ridiculous. <laughs> if if I I
3: even even, what freak, big show, I even Big show can though.
1: Give me a break. His hands are as big as my face. If I even think it's not a big show, I'm writing a will. <laughs> oh God!
3: Skippy uh, Bayless said that my my Cleveland Cavaliers will sweep away the competition once again in the Eastern Conference playoffs. And that Jimmy Butler's ego will get in the way of the Chicago Bulls taking that next step in the playoffs. E- oh, bullshit!
0: Yeah,
1: you up, talk man. about. Uh, you, uh, oh, that's some great a homogenized <laughs> bullshit.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I have tears over here. Still, reaction. Jimmy Jimmy
4: Butler keeps his ego in check.
0: Jimmy Can't Butler,
1: LeBron, Jimmy Butler defended and blocked LeBron James for God's sakes.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, it's the,
3: it was the Chicago team to lose to freaking Matthew Dellavedova last year. Unbelievable, Matthew freaking oh, Dellavedova, really? Sounds like Slava Mekedenko or Russell. No, my the
1: Cleveland Cavaliers. You know why the Cleveland Cavaliers are the defending Eastern Conference champions? Because of a call in game four in the series. against the Bulls. That was not made. And that was a Uh, timeout. At the United Center. At At the
3: United United Center.
0: Center. Game four
1: at the UC on a Sunday afternoon after the Bulls tied Mm it, Cleveland clearly called timeout. It was about to be recognized, but had Tyron Lu not stepped in and said anything, and had the official, had the other officials not stayed away, you know they were going to recognize that timeout. Bulls get a free throw and the ball yeah. that should have been a Bulls win. They were screwed. Josh,
5: I remember they're, your face. And and I, re- I remember. Ju- Josh, I remember your face, and you were just, oh, my gosh, we were Skyping, and you were so <laughs> angry that the call was not made. I'm sure, Frank, you were shaking your head to the <laughs> I seeing that. I don't know what on
3: anymore. That
0: oh, moment my I, God.
3: That, that, that moment I stopped watching the playoffs. I remember <laughs> I went on the right uh, show, so many in the morning, I think the next day, and I went on a vicious rant. On, on yes, did. Came last year. yes you did. Yes, you did.
4: And, Frank, what about you? Uh, Your reaction is time. probably not very good either. The I am. React- go ahead. Go up, Brian.
1: This is the second time in four years that the Bulls got screwed by a LeBron James team. <laughs> thanks to the officiating. <laughs>
0: No, yes. because the
5: the NBA and the officials want LeBron in the NBA finals every year winning it. It's TV rating.
3: Everybody, I don't
1: know about it. Hey, I don't
3: know about well,
5: what. I got, news.
1: Right. I got news for y'all. Hey,
3: everybody everybody wins the d e for being crazy. Sure. What the hell is the NBA now? It's not a
5: real what's sport that's
3: anymore.
1: The, what's what's that's my that my prediction? Head. You know what? I'm going to make a bold prediction that the Bulls overcome the officials. They overcome LeBron and they strip him of the Eastern Conference title,
0: period.
5: Good, because I'm sick of LeBron and the NBA. We're all sick of it because every year LeBron's in the finals, and then you know what happens when they lose, that LeBron gets booted out of the NBA finals. Everybody goes on ESPN saying, oh, why did the Cavaliers lose? How come LeBron can't get it done? Because the guy's overrated. He should
0: win something from Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan.
1: When I what after the the day after the finals I cut loose for a half hour on my show about how overrated <laughs> yes, LeBron is.
3: exactly. Yes, and I'll slap my ass off.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next one here. Uh Skippy Bale said that my <laughs> Oh god. It's fact. My dear Yankees will win the World Series and break the all-time regular season winning record. Okay, hold it. Right,
0: right, thing, right there.
3: Thing, just Wait, hold Oh No, no, no. Hold hey,
5: hey, Right
0: Right
5: I have got something to address with this,
0: okay? I am a diehard
5: Red Sox fan. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. Every year I hear, oh, the Yankees are
0: going to win the World Series. Oh, they're going to be so good. Then how come they have not won a World Series in six goddamn years and <laughs> counting? Because they're old and the Yankees are overrated. Yeah, I'm saying it. They're overrated. Sick Yankees? Gosh! I Hell, the this. Toronto
1: the, the Toronto Blue Jays have a better chance of winning the World Series this coming year than the Yankees do. Because everybody's they sick
4: do.
3: of the Yankees, even me. I'm sick
5: of
4: them. Go ahead, Frank. What do you think of that? I'm just when, when did Skip Bayless say that?
0: 1998. <laughs> <laughs> you say that what was this? from 1998.
5: <laughs> he
3: probably hmm. did because. Oh, because like,
4: oh yeah, the Yankees
3: went 114 and 48. All right, here's the next Scooby quote. Uh, Scooby felt that that mine... Um. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen.
0: He wait, said
3: wait. Johnny Mandel has more natural throwing ability than Joe Montana. Oh,
4: that's
3: some bitch. Oh, oh right, that's some
4: bitch.
0: <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving.
4: Bye. I'm done with
1: that. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. You, you know what?
0: You?
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Josh, when did he say this? This is the only question I have. He said this two weeks ago when he was now started for the rest of the year. That incompetent son bitch does not know what a quarterback is. Because I'm a Joe Montana fan, and Montana's the reason that I love the 49ers. When he hit Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. Let me borrow a reference from a popular song in 1986. Hey, Johnny Manziel, what have you done for Cleveland lately?
5: (laughs) Well, Cleveland's under a curse there, Snowman, because Cleveland hasn't seen a championship since Jim Brown since 1964, and it's still counting. And they
1: won't see
0: one.
1: And they won't see one.
0: No, they won't. That's right. I'm I'm like, leaving. I want to Frank leave. Frank's just sitting there. Oh, my God. I don't
4: have anything to say. That, 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 I'm done. I've had enough. <laughs> I Josh, what do you say? Say? <laughs> I want
5: to hear Can Josh's
1: we... thoughts about this.
3: I
5: wanna, yeah, I want to hear
1: Josh's thoughts, too.
3: Uh, Skippy, you can't make a rational thought on sports, wrestling, life in general if your life depended on it. You you don't do your own research. You talk on the both sides of your ass every single week. One thing you're saying, oh, my newest of Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. And the next you're going to go about a 3 7 football team that shows the greatest amount of mediocrity in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys. And you're going to say they're going to hey, make man. a miraculous comeback. Shut up! Hey,
0: you, hey you, man. You, you know
3: what? And
5: a- you know something, Skippy Bayless? It's only year two of Johnny Manziel. I remember the first game he started. He only threw for like 77 yards and
3: had like three picks in the game when he started last year in December. You are Rex no holy Gro- crap. Rex Grossman had better stats than Johnny Manziel.
0: <laughs> yes, he did.
3: <laughs> and he took the Bears to the Super Bowl, Rex
5: Grossman did, wasn't it? The 06 Bears? I remember that.
0: Yeah, that's true. His people did.
3: didn't do it. Rex Grossman did. Yep. Anyway, I, I got two more Skippy posts for you guys for this week. Uh, the Skippy fails said mine. <laughs> My Cleveland Cavaliers are great because they're a more better team than the Golden State Warriors, and the 95-96 Bulls.
4: Whoa! Why wow. oh. haven't they won 72 way games?
0: Wow. Uh,
4: snowman, the floor is yours. I am sure you just are
5: shell-shocked with that.
1: I'm getting far out of the, the way. The Cleveland Cavaliers have as mu- has have as much organizational ability as the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Indians, and everybody else. It's Cleveland, for God's sake. Correct. Number two, to compare that god-awful team that they have on the floor right now, and they're luckily winning the East because everybody else is not healthy, including the Bulls yeah. right now, to a team that's 15-0 and in the Golden State Warriors and the team that set the NBA record for wins of this season, which 72, and won the NBA yep. championship in 95-96, and the way the Golden State Warriors are playing right now, they're counting on doing the same thing. You have the, the, the you have the ball you have the gall, the balls, the nuts and the nerve, the unmitigated gall to make a comparison with a team that has not won a world championship in their NBA existence to teams that already have and to two teams that are <laughs> face each other in the two thousand sixteen NBA finals before LeBron gets a sniff of the playoffs. You stupid incompetent some Why don't you just go hide somewhere and relate to it and just (laughs) take in the fact that your teams, whatever your teams are for that day, is the flavor of the day. And as soon as you make them the flavor of the day, they get shot by the Chagameter 3000, they get a footprint in their ass, and they wind up walking away with their tail between the legs.
0: Are you you still breathing? He just put me on the floor, and I'm laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Frank is getting on the floor. Oh, my god! I'm, I'm still standing
4: here, but all I can say is that is words of wisdom for this Tuesday.
0: <laughs> that is what? You know what? That is one of the worst Skippy Bayless quotes ever. I can't believe he said that. What's so gonna like say, he going to say? What's he going to
5: say? That the Cavaliers are better than the than the Warriors now, the 95 96 Bulls, the 85 86 Celtics, or the 86 87 Lakers? Get the heck out
3: of here! Oh my gosh! Skippy Bayless, was the, the last Skippy quote of the day, Skippy Bayless said that the Green Bay Packers will show why they're in the class of the NFC on Thursday. Uh,
1: oh, they're Detroit, that for God's sakes.
3: <laughs> that's
5: totally addressed to our Q3, because the Packers are in the division, Josh, and Frank and Snowman, with the Bears.
1: The Packers oh, are playing Detroit, for God's sakes. If that's not a Thanksgiving feast, I don't know what it is.
5: <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, because remember, you know, Frank, remember,
4: Brett, Brett Favre... Oh, go ahead. Let's break over. first. Hey, I grew up, listen, listen, that's going to be an
0: interesting game
4: here. But I grew up, listen, as far as Brett Favre goes, I have great respect for the guy. Even though I used to hate, uh, even though I used to hate hate him as, as a packer and what he did. My goodness, how much more can this get?
1: Position. Yeah, Hang around, oh, come on. On. Hang around next week. We'll get your answer.
5: Oh, come on, gentlemen. Right. Brett Favre's getting his number retired, well, and the Packers are the real deal. Hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to that ceremony.
3: Get, get out of the way. I'm I going am out of the goal. way. Get out of the way. I'm out of the way. I'm, I'm out, out of the way. I'm pissed. Okay. So tell me how rebates the class of the NFC Oh, they won a game against the Vikings over the weekend. Big (laughs) deal. All right. We lost Jordy Nelson at the beginning of the year, and we want to make excuses to feel sorry for the quote-unquote ghost, Aaron Rodgers, because he can't get his head out of his ass and not be an egomaniac. Aaron Rodgers has no leader ability and you're going to say the Packers are going to be the class of the NFC's, Scratch my ass. They lost to the Lions. The Chargers are 2-8 and Phil and Rivers through for almost over 500 yards at Lambeau Field. You guys told me, oh, they're just going to blow out the Bears like they did last year? This Bears team is 10 times better than that team last year. They're going to make it interesting. Skip
4: Baylor, shut up. At least Aaron Rodgers can sell insurance. Fucking
1: car. Oh, Bravo, Josh Lopez. Bravo.
5: Well, well you know what? Are, are we all going to get ready for Skippy Bayless' birthday? Skip Bayless has got a birthday coming up here very shortly.
0: When is who cares? It? I'm eating turkey. Who cares about eating turkey? <laughs> ah, who cares about
4: Look, I don't care much about my birthday. Why should I care about his? Oh, my God. he needs sympathy.
5: He needs sympathy for all his crappy statements. He says
1: <laughs> he gets no sympathy from us. Nope,
0: he doesn't. That Josh is probably that wrap- his
1: head.
3: On that note, we're gonna wrap up the bash hour for this week. Uh, Brian, buddy, thanks for coming on, buddy. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and hope to see you yes. in person soon. I gotta do it sooner or later.
1: Happy, Happy Thanksgiving you. gentlemen Thank you very much Have a wonderful Thanksgiving Eat a lot I know I'm going to
4: hey, Happy Thanksgiving Talk Talk to you later, bud. See you later
1: bud
4: See you. See you guys later God bless Happy Thanksgiving
3: yeah.
4: That's the snow man
3: What a great guy I agree Alright ladies and gentlemen I'm Sorry we don't have a lot of time but it's time to go over the NFL uh, picks for this weekend. we got to go through this really quick. We can't do full in depth analysis on this, buddy, all right?
5: All right, no gotta problem. got to go
3: rapid fire. What's the first game we're talking about today?
5: All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to week number 12 of the NFL, since Skip Bayless bash is over with, which was very entertaining, as they always are with his ridiculous quotes. But anyway, here we go, week number 12. Thanksgiving, our first game we get to, it'll be the Philadelphia Eagles. They will travel to Detroit to take on the Lions. The Lions have been playing the Thanksgiving game since 1934. I'm going to go first in this one. You know, the way I look at this, this game is
0: boring. Ah, Boring. Boring. Boring.
3: Yep.
5: Yeah, both teams are not very good when you look at it. I just don't know what's the matter with the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, and I'm going to tell you one thing. You lose to Miami, you get sunk by Tampa Bay. I cannot believe I'm going to say this. I'm picking an upset special. I'm taking the Detroit Lions to beat the Philadelphia Eagles because there is something wrong with Chip Kelly's boys. Now, let's move on over to Josh and then to
3: Frank. Go
5: ahead, Josh. The floor is yours.
3: Um, I think Chip Kelly should be fired after this, uh, this week. Uh, Chip Kelly is not going to be a long-term uh, plan for the Philadelphia Eagles, so I'm going to agree with Sean Mann. The Lions actually pick up the whole victory on Thanksgiving.
4: Brent. An upset, huh? I'm upset, not to me. I'm going to make it the triple threat, three for three. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. Look, they've been playing pretty well over the last couple of weeks. They beat the Packers. They beat the Raiders. They are, a Thanksgiving. they are playing the traditional Thanksgiving Day game in which if you look at Detroit, they played pretty well in years past on Thanksgiving. There was a time in which they didn't. That's when they absolutely stunk up the joint. But the Philadelphia Eagles, you want a team that stunk up the joint? How do you not beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a rookie quarterback, although a rookie didn't have promise, uh, in, your, in your own environment? I mean, that proved to be nothing except the Philadelphia Eagles are pretty bad. I'm taking the Detroit Lions.
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the next game we get to, it'll be another big game down in Big D. The Dallas Cowboys—they've been playing Thanksgiving games since the decade of the 1960s. They will host the undefeated Carolina Panthers, who are 10 and 0. Skip Payless—we always know who you're going for. The underrated Cowboys, who are 3 and 7. Let's start with Josh, then move to Frank, and then back to me. Josh, what's your thoughts? Panthers at Cowboys.
3: <coughs> Panthers 30, the Cowboys 13. The Dallas Cowboys season will come to an end on the primetime stage at their home on Thanksgiving while well, I'm enjoying a very good Thanksgiving meal. So, Panthers route to, uh, the Dallas Cowboys.
5: Frank?
4: If Sunday's game, in which the Panthers defeated the Redskins, didn't make you a believer, I don't know what will. I'll say this, though. The Cowboys or, oh, pardon me, the Panthers, they can afford to lose this game and it won't have any impact. The Dallas Cowboys are on life support. The plug's are going to be pulled pretty shortly. It's going to be pulled on Thursday. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers.
5: Me, you know what? I've been so sick of already how all the experts are saying, oh, Dallas is back to the winning game. Wait, I said it yesterday. Mm-hmm. They won one game they ended the seven game losing streak and you're thinking they're back on the winning ways if people pick the cowboys and honestly think that dallas is going to be going for carol dallas is going to defeat carolina and beat the undefeated panthers you're out of your bleeping mind i'm going with the carolina panthers they got everything going for them cam newton's having a good year for them he's making better decisions he's doing a great job as quarterback 35 minutes after the hour, let's move to the next game, Thursday night on Thanksgiving. It'll be an emotional night for Brett Favre, who will have his jersey retired, and it will be the Chicago Bears traveling to Green Bay, Wisconsin, to take on the Packers. I will go first in this one. Tough game for me to decide. You know, Green Bay, they played a good game last weekend against Minnesota, a game, gentlemen, that they really needed to have. Chicago needed the game against Denver. They should have won that. Um, this could be a really good game. I expect it to be really close. I'm going to take the Packers by a field goal. I think they're going to win it maybe like 20-17. to 17. They'll kick a game-winning field goal. Frank, then Josh.
4: Frank, your thoughts. Bears, Packers. Brett Favre dominated the Bears' entire career as a member of the Packers. Uh, actually, there was a graphic on Monday Night Football. This guy has the third most touchdown passes for one team, the Green Bay Packers, against another team, that being the Chicago Bears. The Bears mm-hmm. are showing signs of life. I will admit that. The problem is they cannot score in the red zone. We saw that on Sunday. If they're going to win this game, they got to do a hell of a better job putting the ball into the end zone and not depending on Robbie Gould too much. Although Jay Cutler um his him and his him and Kristen Cavallari did have another child last night. Maybe that's gonna be more motivation for him to win. Congratulations. Who knows? Yeah, you did hear about that, didn't you?
3: Yeah, congratulations, Jay Cutler.
4: Yeah, to you and Kristen, uh you already have two boys. This is a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a girl. Yes. Well anyway, congratulations yeah. to the both of you. Now go out and win for your new uh, for your new grand for your new daughter. I'm going to take the Bears. I Trust me, I don't want to see them lose this game, although it's going to be pretty close. It's a must-win game for the
5: Bears.
3: Next one, Josh, Bears,
5: Packers, your
4: thoughts.
3: I'm going to go with the Bears, Sean. Um You know what happens every time they uh, anybody celebrates or retires a jersey or have a Hall of Fame celebration or a ring night, uh, I'm going to go with the Bears. They're going to ruin
4: the Packers' mood. Make the turkey sour in Green Bay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. All right, the next
5: one we get to uh, these are the Sunday games that caps off the Thanksgiving games. Here's our first uh, Sunday game we're gonna get to and discuss. The Minnesota Vikings, who lost to those Green Bay Packers thirty to thirteen, they will travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons, and what's a pivotal matchup for both teams in that NFC matchup? Maybe these two teams will meet in the playoffs in January. Who knows? Let's start with Frank. Your thoughts on the Vikings and the Falcons? Then we'll turn
4: to me, and then to Josh. I gotta tell you, the the Falcons are a team that has really been a surprise. They just have not been winning as of late. The Vikings, on the other hand, this is a team that uh, has played pretty well despite the fact that they lose that they did lose to, the, Cow- uh, to the, the Packers in a game in which they desperately needed to win. Now, this game is in Atlanta, but I think at that point it doesn't make any difference. The Vikings can win on the road. They proved it in Oakland against a mediocre team. But then again, Atlanta's been a mediocre team it seems as of late. I'm taking the Vikings in that one.
5: Me, You know what? It it is a big game for both teams. The Falcons are proving again that maybe they're not a team that should be in the playoffs. They got off to this great start, gentlemen. They played very, very well. Matt Ryan was making good decisions. They're playing good football. They're staying right up with the Carolina Panthers in the NFC South Division. I don't just see that happening at all. For me, my view of the situation is, you know, the Minnesota Vikings looked sloppy last Sunday. They had a chance to take a two game lead over Green Bay in the NFC North. They didn't, and Green Bay was able to tie them up in that NFC North division. It's a tough one. Um, you know what? I'm gonna take the uh I'm gonna take the Minnesota Vikings too, Frank and Josh, just because look, Minnesota is playing a lot better of late than Atlanta. Atlanta is not. There's something like I pointed out with the Philadelphia Eagles earlier earlier about how there's something wrong in the city of brotherly love. Well, there's something going on in Atlanta, Georgia, with those Atlanta Falcons. Let's get over to you, Josh Lopez, on your thoughts between the Vikings and the Falcons. I'm
3: going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. The Atlanta Falcons continue to show that they don't win games that they should against teams that they should beat. Um, I, I, I'm gonna go with the Vikings because they're a better tackling team, and defense wins games, and they win championships. So I'll go with the Vikings, the the Vikings on the road. I yeah, agree. the Vikings, the Vikings
5: sure have been a big surprise this year with their record. Moving on, we get to the next game. It'll be the St. Louis Rams, who lost to the Baltimore Ravens last Sunday. They will take on a Cincinnati Bengals team that lost in heartbreak. The Arizona Cardinals in a great game 34-31 to 31, which went to Arizona St. Louis Cincinnati I'm going to go first in this one You know the Bengals they've, they've dropped two straight Bengals will be a playoff team this year There's not It's not like they're going to go on a big You know monumental collapse Or a monumental losing streak uh, What I like in this game Is I like that the Bengals have the ability To win but you know what St. Louis knows that they have Played against teams that they have done so well against, like the top teams that are having winning records, Josh and Frank. We saw it last year. We saw what the the St. Louis Rams did last year. Don't be maybe surprised if St. Louis makes it a game or maybe pulls off the upset. I don't see it happening. I just don't see the Bengals dropping three in a row, but in the end I'm still going to take the Bengals. The Bengals are probably maybe one irked-off team because they lost two games that they should have won. Houston and Arizona. Let's move to you, Josh, and what's your thoughts about the Rams and the Bengals?
0: This
3: one's gonna be a route. Um I'm gonna go with the Bengals at home. Uh Andy Dalton can win at home, but he can't win on prime time and he can't win on the road. So I'll go with the Bengals at home.
4: I'll go I'll I'll get go I'll go now. Listen, the Cincinnati Bengals they have lost to uh, they've lost the last two games. The Houston Texans, they're starting to turn it around. Of course, the Arizona Cardinals—they may be the most momentum team in the NFC, but the St. Louis Rams—come on here! You know what? I agree with Josh. This game is—you know what? I understand the the Bengals are going to the playoffs, but let's face it: this game is boring, boring.
0: <laughs> <Cincinnati and W. laughs> it's a mismatch! It's a mismatch!
3: Boring. Yeah
0: there's
3: one, there's a, there's a couple games, right? oh, yeah,
5: oh. the next game the next game we get to it'll be the Oakland Raiders at the Tennessee Titans Oakland of course boring. they <laughs> Oakland and Tennessee. Tennessee is not having a very good year, of course, as we all know. Oakland is kind of hanging in there. They've been a better team than they were last year, not the best, but better To Frank. Oakland, Tennessee, and then we go to Josh, then to me.
4: Oakland, Tennessee, huh? You know, I am impressed with the way the Oakland Raiders are really starting to turn things around under Jack Del Rio. They're not quite there yet. You can't say that they're a contender. But 4-6, maybe for this Raider team, is not that bad. Uh,
0: I got a ten of Raiders
4: in this one. Although, guys, let me ask you this. Unless something drastic happens in this game, are we going to remember this game a year from now? I mean, really, be serious. Yeah. No, this one fits the boring category. This game well. fits the Ethiopia category. Played
0: <laughs> in Ethiopia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the the parts
5: unknown.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, yeah, love, I love this that game. That with the, I love that as a kid, when um, like, uh, wrestlers would come on, they're ringing off to be like, here comes this guy from unknown.
0: <laughs> this,
3: <laughs> that's that's this along, parts unknown. That's where this game belongs parts unknown. Hmm. Oakland, Tennessee, Josh, who
5: do you like of this one?
3: I'll go to Oakland. Um, Tennessee's a joke. Uh, I'll go to Oakland on the road.
5: Yeah, I, I agree. Oakland Raiders, they beat the Tennessee Titans in this game. The Titans have, they need to prepare for 2016 very quickly. This has been a very disappointing year for them. They had that one great yeah. game when they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but look what's happened ever since. I rest my case. The next game we get to, it'll be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They will travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. I will go first, then we'll turn it to Josh, then Frank. You know what, Indianapolis? You better start being concerned, not just with the AFC South, with Houston battling it out right now, that tight AFC South that's kind of like up for grabs, but you better take the Buccaneers very seriously. What the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did to go into Philadelphia and destroy the Philadelphia Eagles last weekend, 45-17. to 17. I can tell you, the Buccaneers are a team that's actually surprising people. Josh, you mentioned yesterday the Buccaneers might be a team that has a chance to get the wild card taken care of and maybe have a chance to end their long playoff drought. Well, they haven't won since uh, January of 2003. We all remember that was when they destroyed the Oakland Raiders. But in this game... You know what? The way the uh, Buccaneers are playing and the Colts are dealing with Matt Hasselbeck, I'm going with another upset. I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go into Indianapolis and beat the Colts in the Hoosier State. Let's go to you, Josh. Who do you like between Tampa Bay and Indianapolis? Then over to Frank.
3: Um, I'm really 50-50 on this game, actually. If, so if this Andrew Luck against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I would say this would be boring, and I would just go with the Colts. But Tampa Bay are road beaters. It's, I'm really impressed with what Lovey Smith has done with his defense. I know back half the halfback had a good second half against the Atlanta Falcons this past week, but I'm going to go with the upset. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay on the road. I mean, the New Orleans Saints went into – Indianapolis and blew out the Colts. I don't see why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can't win at Lucas Hall today. So, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on the road.
4: Hmm. Frank,
3: your
5: thoughts on
4: the Buccaneers and the Colts? You know, like Josh says, this is really a difficult one to pick, really, because the Indianapolis Colts, they're starting to turn it around as of late, although the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're starting to see some really impressive teams from them already this season. We saw it last week, clearly, against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what, if they can win in Philadelphia, I think they can go on the road and defeat a team uh, in the Indianapolis Colts. But you got to be questioning, are they past their problems yet? Are they? Because I don't think so. We still keep on hearing about the coaching change from next year. I think maybe that's going to play an effect with them. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this one, on the road. The next game we
5: move to, it'll be the Buffalo Bills. They will travel to Kansas City, Missouri, and they'll take. take hey, oh, God, the Chiefs. <laughs> For the Bills, of course, they like lost Baltimore. the heartbreaker last night to the New England Patriots, the Chiefs. You know, they, hey, Kansas City coming on of late, but wait till I. I will go last. Mm-hmm. We're going to go right on over to you, Josh, between the Bills and the Chiefs, then over to Frank, and then me. You
4: don't care what's boring. <laughs> um, I'm
3: going to go, go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I, they may be the hottest team in the NFL right now with the way they've been playing over the last five weeks. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home.
4: Frank, your thoughts. Bills and the I'm gonna, Chiefs. What do you I'm think? I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. And I don't know if this game actually will be boring now that I think about it. Because, yes, you're right, Josh. The Chiefs have won their last uh, – you know, they have been winning in the time. But the Buffalo Bills, this is a team that's really starting to show promise. We saw that last night on Monday Night Football in New England. The only problem.
5: Anybody there?
4: Oh, I just want to get I'm here. I'm
5: here.
4: I'm oh, here. Okay, I just. Uh, I, thought, uh, I couldn't hear. I thought Frank.
5: Uh, yeah, I thought Frank kind of my cut out though. there.
0: You guys hear okay. me? Okay, anyway. All though. good,
5: buddy. All right, all right. Bills and the Chiefs. Um, uh, Frank, since you kind of cut out, what, what was your pick again? You're picking uh, the Bills, right?
4: I'm picking the Bills. Okay. I'm, I'm picking All right. the
5: Bills on the road. All right. Me? Josh, I totally I disagree with Frank. I agree with Josh. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs are a team that really has surprised people the last few weeks. For them to go into Denver and destroy the Broncos and really just – Dash Peyton Manning, even though he broke that NFL record, was amazing. They went into San Diego and absolutely demolished and destroyed and humiliated and embarrassed the San Diego Chargers. The Chiefs have it going for them right now. Are they a team that possibly could get in maybe as the fifth or sixth seed in the wild card? It's possible. Last night I was watching the game and it talked about teams in the hunt, and the Chiefs are right there on the list with a bunch of other teams battling it out to try to get in as an AFC wild card. The next game we move to is an old AFC East matchup. There's been a lot of numerous history between these two teams. The Miami Dolphins, who have really struggled of late. They're taking on the New York Jets, who have struggled of late. Let's go to you, Frank. What's your thoughts on the Dolphins and the Jets? And then we'll go to Josh and then me.
4: Well, you're right. These are two teams that have struggled as of late, although the Jets are 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Two teams with uh, a new head with new head coaches as opposed to one year ago. Man, i got to tell you, the Miami Dolphins, I know they're coming off a loss at home against uh, the Dallas Cowboys, but really, if you take a look at the play of the Miami Dolphins, it really hasn't been that downright impressive. They've had their struggles overall. Sometimes I have to think they're worse than their 4-6 record. I'm going to take the Jets at home.
5: Josh, your thoughts on the Dolphins and the Jets?
3: Man, I, I I don't know what Miami Dolphins I get each week. One week they whoop, not whoop, but they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The next they lose at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And the same thing goes for the New York Jets. I think they, what is it, they lost three games in a row right now? Man, this is another this is tough one for me. Um... Honestly, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down to who wants it more. And um, with that, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins on the road because I I don't know. I, I, I don't see that fire or passion that comes through the New York Jets when I watch their football games. And I think uh, Miami wants a rebound after that Cowboys game last week. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. The, the Jets have
5: lost four of their last five games, gentlemen and ryan fitzpatrick just to start to go back to the old ryan fitzpatrick the jets have not been very very good on their offensive late. they are not playing very very well they know that this is a must every game is like a must win game for the jets to even have a chance to get in as an afc wild card for the new york jets to do it they need to win now they need to fix things and todd bulls better get Todd Bowles is a good coach. You know, you can kind of see how calm he is and relaxed. He doesn't talk the trash or anything like Rex Ryan used to when he was there. And the last time these two teams played, the Jets beat the Miami Dolphins at Wembley Stadium. That was 27-14. to The Jets looked very, very good, gentlemen. Here was a team that was 4-1, and but they've just gone downhill. Um, it's a tough one for me, uh, but I am going to pick the Jets in this game. I just think that – the Dolphins, like you said, Frank, are not that impressive.
0: Oh, And Ryan no.
5: Tannehill. Well, you know what? Ryan Tannehill has to grow as a quarterback. You know, if he wants, yeah, if he the Dolphins does. want to have, but what, what, what I'm trying to say is, if the Dolphins want to have a good quarterback like Dan Marino back in the 90s, they better find one very quickly. It's, or it's going to just keep getting worse and worse down in South Beach, and they'll be focusing on the Marlins and the Heat. The next game we get to. An NFC East matchup, a very pivotal matchup here. The New York Football Giants, they'll travel to Washington to take on the Washington
0: Redskins.
5: As you know, the Redskins got demolished by the Carolina Panthers last weekend by a score of forty four to like seventeen. It was a blow it was a huge blowout and that's actually forty four to sixteen. And the Giants had a bye. So now the Giants come off their buy and play. I'm going to go first in this game. Tough one. Uh, Must-win game for both teams. In my view, uh, the Redskins did not look very good on the road. But you know what? The Redskins have impressed me. At home. I can't believe I'm saying this. I, in week number two or three, I picked the Giants to beat the Redskins. In this game, I'm going to take the Washington Redskins to beat the Giants just because the Redskins have played pretty well at home this year I don't know Jay Gruden seems like he's always got them playing well at home but the problem like you said yesterday Frank when I heard you is that the Redskins always have trouble trying to win games on the road and we're going to move to you right now there Frank and we're going to discuss it with you about your thoughts between the Giants and the Redskins before we turn it over lastly to Josh Frank Frank you there we come he drop? back. We'll go to you, John. Tell we, uh, yeah, yeah, back. Go we'll go to. You. Okay, Frank, you're here. Giants, Redskins. Your thoughts.
3: Um. Well, Frank just dropped. So oh, just dropped. Josh, now we go to you. Mass- Frank's having Frank's having massive technical issues today. Both of you guys. It's odd, you know. I I haven't cut out yet. Both of you guys keep cutting in and out. It's odd. It- it's whatever. I'm glad I'm using you my phone. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Um. Anyway, uh, buddy, I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins at home. Um, they play good at home. I mean, what can I say? I mean, they're they're on a little hot streak. so I think they can win the NFC East. Probably not. But uh, in my opinion, son, I think you'd be in agreement with me, buddy. I honestly feel that both teams for the NFC East concerns to be in the playoffs.
4: I'm back, guys.
3: Now now he's back. Uh, we're going to get to you, though, Frank, about
5: this. Uh, Josh, you're picking the Redskins. Uh, Frank, what's your thoughts? This is a huge matchup in the NFC East. you got the Giants playing the Redskins. Go ahead.
4: That's really a tough one for me because this is and this is a fun division to watch because it's so close. Yeah, it's not a strong division because you don't really have the team. Uh, the, the Giants, they're 5-5. Five and five. I guess you could say at this point impressive record being that they're in first place, although um, – there's other teams not behind them, and one of them is the Washington Redskins, a big game for both teams and washington i got to take them based on what we 've seen this year that they have played very well at home and understand this: it seems that a week after losing a game, the Redskins respond right back with winning a game, and then they 'll lose a game and then they 'll win a game it's been this up and down roller coaster ride for the washington redskins that 's why i got to take them, although it's really a toss-up here between the Redskins and the Giants. but I'm leading toward the home team, the Redskins, in this one.
5: Should be a very, very good game and a, and a huge matchup in the NFC East. The next game we get to, mm-hmm. I'm laughing about this even as I look at it. Ladies and gentlemen, if there is one game that I call seriously boring, it's the San Diego Chargers at
0: the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. he two games. Ethiopia, kids. <laughs> ah, Ethiopia, I, I, two games for were Hey, to say Frank, that.
3: Frank, I, th- Frank, buddy, I think we might run the gamut on Ethiopia once we get to the Monday night game. But go you ahead, I'll I'll the the to
0: Ethiopia. all right. You the know, master,
3: the, the master of coming up with Ethiopia, Frank. <laughs>
5: you
0: go first. Then we'll go to <laughs> Josh, Let me just the hey, guys <laughs> <send them. laughs> <laughs>
4: Given Ethiopia these two games, I think they will permanently hate the NFL after. <laughs> They'll probably say, no NFL, we're a team. Get as far away from us as possible. No NFL, please, go away. We don't want you in our in our nation. <laughs> guys, i gotta take, believe it or not, Guys, I got to take Jacksonville in this one. I honestly think
0: there's something wrong here. Jacksonville guys, for free.
4: I'm taking Jacksonville. Listen, has it ever occurred to you, that there's something wrong with this San Diego Charger team, and maybe, just maybe, it has a, it's a psychological effect, effect. That Los Angeles next year, I'm telling you, I think with what I saw last week and what I've seen the last few weeks from the San Diego Chargers, I think the possibility of Los Angeles is really a huge distraction. In Jacksonville, look, mm-hmm. they're not the we know how bad they are, but you know what we. Uh, Blake Bortles oh, – let me say Blake Bortles. I um, forgot their quarterback's name for a moment.
3: It is Blake Bortles.
4: Oh, that is Blake Bortles. See, even I'm forgetting about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guys,
0: <laughs> i got to
4: take Jacksonville in this game, guys. I really do be promise here. But the fact is San Diego. I think the, the fact is Los Angeles, that may be a huge distraction for them. Josh, we go to you, San Diego, Jacksonville. I can't believe I forgot the quarterback. Jacksonville, Jacksonville
3: Jaguars in a route. <laughs> <laughs> San it
0: San might y- be a route. It might be a route. I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm going to say this right now: son with the first take of the 2016 NFL Draft. The San Diego Chargers select. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going to go to Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs>
4: Where do you see this? San Diego Chargers. It could be the Los Angeles Chargers. Now it comes to me.
5: That's my reaction. It's a snooze fest. I if that game was on TV. I, would, I know. I know. I'd go, I'm just joking. The, I'd go to sleep. I'm going to go with, I cannot believe I'm saying this, the team that's got those ugly gold-looking uniforms, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the San Diego Chargers. Clean sweep, sweep, sweep. Yeah, because sweep. I have to tell you, Frank has a very good point, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that there is something very wrong with the San Diego Chargers. The team does not look good. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers has been like an interception machine. The Chargers have, uh, you know, they. I thought after they came back from 18 down in week one against Detroit that maybe it was a sign of things to come. But, nope, Chargers are done. They're finished. You might as well start packing your bags for L.A. because I still have a feeling that that's where the Chargers will be next year as Los Angeles become? the L.A. Rams. The next game we get to, the New Orleans Saints at the Houston Texans. I'm going to go first. Listen, guys, here's the way I look at it. You know, the the Saints, you know, they got who knows what's going to happen with Drew Brees and the way their team is looking right now. But Houston won a big game against the Jets last weekend, 24-17. Houston is clicking kind of at the right time. That's why I'm saying the Colts need to be really, really concerned and hope that they – Uh, beat Tampa Bay. That's why I picked the Buccaneers for the upset special. That's why in this game, I'm going with the Houston Texans. J.J. Watt, Vince Wilfork, the Texans have been kind of improved. They're on a bit of a roll, just Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs and the Texans are on a bit of a roll of late, too, uh, as we enter week number 12. Let's move on over to Frank. Yes! Texans, your thoughts. Let me go to Josh. (laughs)
4: Well, all, right, all i got to say is this is actually going to be a pretty good game here because the Texans, they are starting to play very well as of late. But the New Orleans Saints, yeah. I know when we talk about San Diego having a distraction, I don't think it's as big a distraction for New Orleans. But we, all signs appear that Sean Payton is not going to be back next year. The question is, does the Saints team still have anything left in the tank? And they're also on the road too, guys. New Orleans is just not a good team when it comes to being on the road. They're just a sweet dome team, and that's it. I'm taking the Texans. Josh.
0: Um.
3: Good question, son. Um. For me, man, it's really fifty-fifty on my end.
4: Flip um, a coin. Yeah, flip <laughs> a um, coin. I'm gonna go. <laughs> with... I'm gonna just go play mini with... meeny, miny,
3: mo. You're going with who again, exactly. Josh? I- I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints off of bye week, so I I got a Saints as the upset special.
5: Wow, you're picking the Saints in an upset special against Houston. Yes, sir. All right. The next game we get to will be the Arizona Cardinals. They will travel to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. We are going to start this one off
4: with Frank. Then to, Peter, right. and then to
5: Josh. Frank, yeah, Cardinals
4: 49ers. Guys, how could you not like the Arizona Cardinals and the way they're playing football right now? I love the way they are playing. They're the best team arguably in the NFC. Uh They've caught a little bit of momentum. All right, maybe they're more uh, – right, people say, well, how could you say that? Because Carolina, they're undefeated still. Haven't you seen the way this team has played? They have played some pretty darn good football going into Seattle. They won a close one. I think that's against a struggling 49ers team that has a lot of questions. It's going to continue for the Arizona Cardinals. Good team that is Arizona on the road. And okay, now to me. You know, like you, you said, how can you how how can you dislike
5: the Cardinals? Like you said, Frank, when you look at the way they're playing right now, that you team that's, play, that's playing it, you, you know, that team that's playing in Santa Clara right now, the Cardinals very well could be playing in Santa Clara maybe as an NFC representative. Oh, we'll no, see. I, time I, will tell. There. It's going to be very tough. They'd have to overcome, of course, the uh, Carolina Panthers. But Arizona, very very impressive. They played very well the last few weeks. The game against Seattle, of course, was a huge win to try to end uh, Seattle's dominance in the NFC West division. With that being said, yeah, easily, the the Cardinals. You know, the 49ers have got so many problems. You don't know what they're going to be like heading into next year. Uh, You remember last year, that all the controversy that players didn't want to play for Jim Harbaugh, that bothered them. I don't think they've been the same. Maybe they have not been the same since they lost the Super Bowl, in February of 2013, Josh Cardinals 49ers. What's your thoughts and who are you picking?
3: Um, you know this would be a trap game on paper, but the Cardinals are a different team than they were last year. Let's say mm-hmm. if the like Cardinals uh, let's say if the Cardinals were in the position they were last year and he didn't have Palmer because he had he, was, he had an injury during that time. San Francisco would have won that game. But on this end, for me, guys, this is going to be a massacre. The Cardinals will prove why they deserve to be in Santa Clara this year for Super Bowl 50. I'm going to go with the Cardinals 41-14. to
4: Clean sweep.
5: The next game we get off to, it'll be in Seattle, Washington. It'll be the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're traveling all the way across oh, the East Coast, taking on – I guess the Seattle Seahawks.
3: Boring.
5: Boring. <laughs>
3: There's the foghorn again, and
5: Where the man, and, and the man that's chanting "boring." We turn it to you, Josh, to start off first. Who you like <laughs> in the Pittsburgh Seattle game? Teasing you, man. Teasing.
0: Uh, huh. <laughs> um,
3: I I I can keep care less about this game. I know Pittsburgh won. It, it was kind of <laughs> odd situation how you had Ben Roethlisberger as your backup quarterback. But
0: um,
3: <laughs> Once again You're in a position where Seattle Is one week they're playing good against the 49 The next week they play bad against the good football It'll be close Guys but I'll go with the Man man I, 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 man, man man I'll go with, I'll go with the Seahawks at home
4: Frank your thoughts on the Steelers Seahawks this Pittsburgh Steelers team has been beaten up all year, and I think maybe yeah. also the age too they're also an older team, and I think too, Josh, when it comes to age uh as you get older, it's really tough to adjust uh to to a sixteen game schedule based on the fact that you're that you're starting to tire. They've been beat up with injuries. Well, you got this young Seattle team that we over the last mm-hmm. couple of years we've seen a lot better, but still, I gotta take the youth here and at home I gotta go with Seattle.
0: Yeah.
3: Me Me I'm going to go with
5: um I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks in this game too. You know, Pittsburgh to me, they have proven to me that they are not a big threat in the AFC, and I just think that they are a team that probably could get in as a playoff team, but they're still to me just not maybe as big as they used to be. The Steelers haven't won it since 2008. So Seattle, it, remember, it, it, Seattle still has one of the, arguably one of the loudest stadiums ever to play there. So I, I have to say that the uh, Seahawks have the advantage in this one. And I, and I know, Josh, the Seahawks have not been totally the best this year. They're not as the same as we've seen from the last few years. So I've got to go with the Seattle Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a very, very big game for them and a game that Seattle needs to keep their slight playoff hopes alive in the the NFC wild card because right now Arizona's running away with that division. A key matchup in the AFC, the New England Patriots, who won on lots of things on their defense, on controversial calls, uh, beating the Buffalo Bills, still remaining undefeated along with Carolina. They will travel all the way from the East Coast, and they will head to the Mile High City, and they will take on the Denver Broncos. Let's start with Frank, Josh, and then me. What's your thoughts, Frank? Patriots at Broncos.
4: Are you really sure you want to
5: start with me here? Sure. Go (laughs) ahead, man. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay,
4: fine. Well, you probably are going to regret it because I am going to take an upset here and say that the New England Patriots (laughs) are going to get their first loss on the road against the Denver Broncos' Peyton Manning list. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
5: Frank, I did not just hear you say that. Wow. Yes, Holy yes, smokes. I did not yes. just hear you say that. I'm going to see that's
4: <laughs> upset special of the week. I am going to up oh, that special of the week. I may be wrong. I could uh, be wrong. I probably will be wrong. But what did I say was the key to getting to Peyton Manning, rushing the quarterback? We saw Rex Ryan do that with the Bills defense that played pretty good at times forcing Peyton Manning to throw oh, a lot of
0: completion. Gosh.
4: You're talking about the number one defense. Oh, gosh, you're talking about the number one defense in the NFL, Sean. It Listen, I hope for your sake the New England Patriots do <laughs> win, because we are friends. I'm hoping to a certain degree oh, they're going to win. Gosh. But i got to look you know at what, what I think is going to happen. Yeah, you are going to throw we, me out. Go ahead. Throw me out. We throw come
5: out. We come, back, we come back to our job on Monday, and I'm going to tell you if Denver does win, I'm gonna hear it from both of you and from everybody from all the haters. No, I'll just get we'll, we'll get to me in a sec. Let's go to you, Josh. Broncos hosting the Ten and O Patriots. <laughs> you know
3: you know a show's going good when you have a moment like that. So Frank, I wanna thank you for making my day because Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> great. I'm thankful for everybody here. I don't know what could be tough. I mean, our discussions about referees, the bath showers today with Snowman, or this, man, this is great. Um, you know what? Getting
4: better. I,
3: I, you may think I'm irrational on this end, Sean, but the Patriots' perfect season will come to an end at the hands of Brock Osweiler. I'm going to go with the Broncos, twenty-seven to
4: thirteen.
5: All right, now it comes I to me. I think it be
0: closer than that.
5: All right, hold the phone and clear the floor for me. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up.
0: New,
5: New England at Denver. Okay, let's think of something. Yep. Brock did not play a pretty good game against the Bears.
0: The Patriots
5: won their game, and they are 10-0 and 0. And, of course, it's my having reminiscing memories of 2007, a season that should have been a perfect season, but we all know how that ended. The New England Patriots are going to walk right into the Mile High City, and they're going to beat the Denver Broncos in the Mile High City. I know that the Patriots have not always played well against Denver in the Brady-Belichick era. The Patriots are still the Patriots, even though they're short with their injuries. They're going to walk right into Mile High City, and they're going to beat the poor Denver Broncos. They're going to be 11-0. and I remember saying that the Patriots probably would lose their first game in the Brady-Manning rivalry. With no Peyton Manning, advantage New England. Patriots will win this game, and if they don't, we already know that the AFC East is wrapped up, and probably the home field advantage is all wrapped up. We move to this next game.
4: <laughs> Monday night, night Football. Osweiler, Wild, at least Brock Osweiler didn't turn over the football. Monday Night Football. da
0: da, da, da
5: was waiting for Frank to do that. Da, 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 da. Okay. Get, oh. Ethiopia three game. Okay, here's the third Ethiopia third
0: game. <laughs> Baltimore and Cleveland Monday night. If this game's an equal let me ask you this. Are you this gonna <laughs> happen?
4: If this game is going to be played in it. Ethiopia, listen, if this game is going to be played Let's in Ethiopia, Ethiopia what... man, I want to hear what the Ethiopia man says
5: about Baltimore.
4: I want to ask you guys a question. If this game is going to be played in Ethiopia, what is Johnny Manziel going to do in his spare time? What was Johnny-, Johnny
0: Manziel?
4: Go ahead.
5: Hold it. He's going to go to some party. He's to... Just like yesterday, he's probably going to go to some party over
0: there. A <laughs> party in uh... Ethiopia?
5: Yeah, a party in Ethiopia. There'd be a lot to do there in Ethiopia. Maybe he could learn about snakes or something. <laughs> ESPN
3: should be, to be ashamed of themselves for having this game. ESPN should be ashamed for having this game on their platform like <laughs> right
0: that. That's why Josh says I give up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm can I, I, off Monday Night Raw than this crap. Holy moly. Was- I won't be watching either, but Frank, I didn't get your pick as the Ethiopia well,
4: I'm gonna man. The didn't... I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens in Cleveland. It's not Ethiopia, but you know what? The Baltimore. I think oh, Johnny Manziel. Man. The question is, with all this distraction, how effective is he going to be? Gosh. All right, let's go
5: over to the to my other good friend and host of the Sports Tribe, Josh Lopez,
4: to talk about the Ravens as a press on Monday night. <laughs> Can we end the show sanely? <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh. I can't wait to hear what Josh has to say. Go ahead, Josh. Floor is yours. That's Ravens right. and the
3: Browns? I know the Cleveland Browns as a upset special of the week on Monday Night Football. Not only will the Broncos end the Patriots undefeated season, but the Cleveland Browns will win on Monday Night Football with help of former Bears Chicago quarterback. Josh McCown. That's right, but
5: everybody, I go with the Cleveland
0: Browns. You know, uh, I, I I guess Josh even has
5: a point that Josh has a point that this game that this is a fluke by ESPN to put this. But I can tell you one thing: there will be one man that's probably happy to have this game on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Skip Bayless, and I'm oh, telling yes. you, Skip. Skip Bayless will cherish it because we know that he always cherishes Johnny Manziel. We've heard the numerous quotes that he said about Johnny Manziel. This game is meaningless. Baltimore has been banged up and hurt all year, and they lost Joe Flacco for the entire season. And I like that. I know when I used to be with SWR, I like when sometimes the host used to say, Flacco, Flacco, Flacco. This should be a good game. Um, with that being said, I will take – oh, my gosh. This is like both teams are so bad. This is news Yeah, uh, this is news fest. T- yeah, it's, it's a news fest. Uh, it looks like a toss-up. I'll take the Cleveland Browns to win, even though it's just really, really so much of a fluke to put this game on Monday night football. <laughs> I, I just – you know what? <sighs> NFL, I'm serious. When next year comes – Please put, Giddell, leave, please, Roger, Giddell, please, put some games that got entertainment.
3: Leave, Roger Goodell, leave.
0: Put some games on that provide some entertainment. That cap's yeah, number 12. If, you, if, you, if you're going to have primetime time games, have games
3: that people actually care about.
0: That oh, guy.
5: come on, Josh, Frank, and Sean. We've got to make sure we hmm. can boost the ratings for the cities. And we've got to make sure that we can make the games hey, appealing. Hey.
3: Hey, Roger, I got your
0: command right here. <laughs> Frank, good for I'm Cleveland. Sure you're...
5: St- yeah, and, and, and Frank, yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm hearing you correctly, Frank, that what we could end up doing is that the NFL says, well, if games are so meaningless and people aren't going to watch, yeah, all the teams that are not very good let's and play the primetime games, move them down to Ethiopia. <laughs>
0: Are you nuts? What did yeah, I say? Did exactly. you hear what I
4: said? Ethiopia will hate the NFL. They will not want anything to do with football. If you give them these games,
0: hey, look what's <laughs> happening in Paris, you know. And think about it: the NFL might be playing in Mexico City. How about
5: Mexico City and Germany? Yeah, in Mexico City and Germany in the foreseeable future. <laughs>
4: Pretty soon, the NFL will be playing down under.
5: I know Josh wouldn't like that. And then you know what I'm going to yeah. say? I'm going to say, rise and shine, rise and ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get up and watch the NFL at 9 a.m., which is 6 a.m. my time, and 8 a.m. up there in Bumblebee, Indiana,
0: Chicago. Indiana.
4: <laughs> you guys just like to mock me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so you the Skippy Bay- Bay- Mocking at the hour, have the Frank Sprinkle Mocking two hours. <laughs> oh, gosh. The games Bumble in London B- are Indiana.
0: such a... <laughs>
5: Yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah. I know I can get for Frank. Yeah, hey Frank. Yeah, happy holidays. How's life treating me in Bumblebee, Indiana?
4: I was like a Bumblebee. Well, at the Well, I'm doing fine. Hey, how's your bowling game? Uh, bowling game will get better. I remember ah, everybody. There I go, still Frank. have. There you, you go, hit me with that. I knew
3: that was coming. I got to give the and Frank on that one.
4: St. Hey, Louis, yeah, he, you he, up. He, Has the National hey, Bowling Hall of Fame in St. Louis called you up yet? Are
3: you going to be throwing gutter balls on Thanksgiving Eve? Well,
0: actually, as a matter of fact, we have,
3: uh, we have no
5: bowling this week because there are other families and kids are out in the bowling league, so i got to do it next week. So, great, i got plenty of time to practice and still remember that I still am arguably the bowling master who gets a nice haircut at Walmart. Yeah,
0: that's right. No, you're yeah, you're
5: yeah. trained the man. Not,
3: they, yeah, you're you're not only a Walmart haircut getter, but you're a rat bastard that uh, gets gutter balls every chance you get.
0: <laughs> I only <laughs> threw three gutter balls
3: last
4: week. It was it was. I almost had a couple stairs. <laughs> Does anybody think well, he could do a commercial for Walmart haircuts with with Josh, him as a puller? Josh,
5: everybody, I tagged you, Josh, on that video on Facebook, and you saw the strike, and you
2: saw I was like, yeah. Yeah,
3: okay, one strike. You did so many of the rest of your bowling adventures. You didn't give me a full breakdown of what you did. <laughs> okay, 106, 108, and 123. 123 was the best one I bowled <laughs> for the third game. Yeah, yeah, that's Tablo Sandoval's batting average, by the way. Oh, don't pick on the panda
4: like that. Come on. Sean, Sean's going to be thankful he got that strike last week.
5: Yeah, I Correct. was very thankful. I got a lot of a lot of stuff. And, of course, thankful for a lot. We'll get to that in just a second. But uh, anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, back
3: Hey, wow. Well, while, we, while we're butting each other's chops, uh, we're about to wrap up the show right now. Uh, you guys have any final thoughts before we head out here? We're leaving today.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say that that, that caps off, like Josh says, uh, you know, we're getting ready to get out. That caps off week number 12 of the NFL on Monday. We will make sure to go over all of these games for the NFL as I cannot believe it, everybody, that week number 12 of the NFL, whole season going so fast It always goes slow starting every time when preseason comes and September's there and everybody's kind of happy. The NFL is back. I'll go first. Uh, mm-hmm. Final thoughts. Well, I think with, you know, with not much time left, I'm going to just kind of mention this too, talk about some things that I'd uh, be thankful for, as you all know. Well, I just want to say that I'm very, very thankful, of course, for family, for friends, for the wonderful year I've had. I've gotten through a college course. I'm not trying to get off subject here, Josh, but I'm just telling you that. And I think also I'm very, very thankful that for, for Nash Carey, I thank, Nash, yeah. wherever you are, thank you for giving us giving the three of us our opportunity to keep our talents going for the sports drive. I know uh, I keep saying it we're gonna get better every day You're we keep doing it. it. We you know, we know mistakes are gonna be made, but the world is full of blunders and stuff. And I'm and yep. a part of the show that I'm very, very thankful about is I'm also thankful to be working with two great guys.
0: Amen. One guy
5: named Josh Lopez, who's the big Bulls Blackhawks and White Sox fan, and Frank Sprenkel, the big Bulls Blackhawks, and Cubs fan. As a Bostonian sports fan, it is an honor and a privilege to be working with you guys because I have a lot of fun. And, yes, I'm also thankful that we can also have the snowman on. I really enjoy the snowman and his humor. He is just fantastic when it comes to Skippy Payless Bash Hour. So, I'm just so so I think you're right. We all have we know that when we started the show and we put th- this project together a couple weeks ago starting in late October uh this yeah. was a quick work in progress. We had a lot of things we had to learn especially with doing a new link. Now let's go mm-hmm. to you Frank. Uh, is there anything maybe you're thankful for? You got any final thoughts? And then Josh too. I'm not trying to take over the show, but well,
4: you know well, from the standpoint of the show, I'm very thankful for the fact that I can rip into your bowling game as well as the WWE. <laughs> uh, I'm th- I mean, I'll tell you how thankful and how blessed I am for that. But, you know, what? it's also the time. See, that's,
0: see, that's, the thing. that's the
4: fun we're having here. Don't people get it? People got to get it. When you want, If you want to be in sports talk radio, you cannot afford to take yourself seriously. That's the number one rule here. You got to enjoy your company. Enjoy your callers. You got to have fun with them. You've got to joke with them. Yeah. You've got to rip into them. But you know what? You do so in a politeful and respectful manner that's fun. And you know what? If you want to be in sports talk radio, it's great. But you can't take yourself too seriously. That's the number one rule of sports talk radio. Don't take yourself too seriously. Boy, I can't tell you how thankful I am for Nash Carey for, for giving us this show, as you said, Sean, for, all, for the both of us, how blessed we are. And, yes, Brian Snow, too. But personally, I'm thankful for uh, my uh, health. My health is certainly, uh, I've I've been exercising this year, eating right. Not on Thursday, I won't be eating right. I'll be eating a lot. Uh, But I'm thankful for my health. I'm definitely thankful for my family and the outwarming support I have. But above all else, I'm thankful for everybody that I've come in contact with. My personal salvation, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. God bless each one of you. Love the both of you. Happy Thanksgiving. And by the way, I love the bread dressing in terms of a Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Well, you know before
4: we
5: get before we get to you before we get to you josh yeah a lot of good things you can say is don't take yeah don't make don't take little things seriously, you know life is too short to always get angry over the little things, just be happy you
0: got a problem if, if you do you. the
5: best and make and make the best of your days that's what counts the most. Josh, you're the host yeah. of Sports Drive and you've done very well at keeping me on my toes and telling me on things we gotta work on. Any thoughts from you there, buddy, as we're getting ready to close out and get ready to enjoy a wonderful Thanksgiving with our families?
3: Hmm. I wanna thank uh next for giving us the opportunity to be here and do our show every week. I wanna thank uh Block Talk Radio and Amy for helping us out getting the Pro Package and getting to air audio clips and beyond for two hours every uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. I want to thank you guys for um, selecting me to be the host of the show. I don't know if I'm qualified to be a host for a Sport Talk radio show, but I have a blast doing the show with you guys. So I, I thank, you guys for, uh, selecting, thank, thank you guys for selecting me to be the uh, host of the show and um, you guys are a blast. You guys make this fun for me. It's worth waking up in the morning to do this. And, uh, you know, it, it keeps me motivated to uh, reach higher and try to uh, land some other jobs and stuff and just continue that grind to uh, to get success. And um, it, it's a blast doing the show. Um, I want to thank my buddy Brian Stone for coming on. I know he's a busy man, so any time he comes on to Bashar, greatly appreciated. And I, I want to thank everybody for checking out uh these shows over the past couple of weeks. You know, today we've reached our 10th episode. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah,
3: it's the perfect I way to it. cap cap it off here. So I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving uh, football games. Uh, don't forget the Lions and uh, Eagles game will be on Fox. The Panthers and Cowgirls will be on uh, CBS. And then uh, Bears and Packers with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on NBC on uh, Thursday. So be thankful. Don't have your head up your ass your entire life. Life is too short to uh, harp on and lose sleep over stuff you have no control over. Um, be thankful that you have your life. Be thankful for who you associate yourself with. And be thankful to those who go out of their way to support you or try to give you advice, no matter if you're going through a good time, a hard time, whatever. it is. Be grateful to have life and uh, the He's a good man upstairs so for
0: Tom, and,
3: and, and oh go ahead. Go ahead,
5: Sean. And also, you know, um uh, be supportive of people when they're down.
0: Uh yeah, the way amen. I
5: look at it yeah. is that it. you know when when people are maybe down in the dumps, maybe not feeling the best, depressed, I think the uh, really the key thing is be there at all times when somebody is down. You know, I uh mm. that's that's the important thing. If it's a family or a friend, you know, realize you know you're there for them, you care about them, and you're hoping that they're uh, doing a very, you know that that makes a difference. You know, that makes a difference to really care for people, especially during this um, special holiday that we got coming up in a few days. What'd you have to say there, Josh? Um, All
4: right. Yeah, we're gonna the polling the that you're going to hit so. me with. Uh,
3: just kidding. <laughs> We're gonna put okay, a ball fun. on it right now. Um follow us on Twitter sports, right? Dos, sports, right? at Sports Friends C A Sports I'm at Twitter at W C Josh Lopez, uh at Seanman S W R uh add him up on Facebook he has the Dallas Mavericks logo which all of you would love. Uh <laughs> Twitter, Jock
4: Yeah, that is true.
3: Frank is at Jock jrl Frank for Jock Journal break Check out jockjournal dot com. We'll be back
4: on Monday,
3: uh, if you ever missed an episode, go to the On Demand uh, section. Just go to joshro.com, go to the Josh Radio section. You'll find our On Demand episodes of Sports Drive. Check it out on iTunes. Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. For Songman, Frank Sprinkle, my name is Josh Lopez. Let's play this QB Bailey Fast Hour one more time
2: before we wrap it up. The I'm, thankful Why not? I'm thankful for
4: that. I'm thankful for that.
2: It is time for the Skippy Bayless Bash. Skip Bayless talks crap all day long, and now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now... The Jockstars fight back. Ah, oh,
0: that's great. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
3: It's amazing. Happy Thanksgiving. On behalf of my... And, oh, for Sunday uh, Sunday on behalf of my... Balls, yeah,
5: right, on behalf guys. of myself, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and thanks all the listeners for listening to us.
3: Yeah, for Sawman Sprinkle, my name is Josh Lubitz. This is Sports Night here on TalkJurnal dot com, and we will talk to you on Monday. Have a great week. Don't don't OD or eat too much, and don't kill every, don't kill each other on Black Friday. That's all I ask. All right, we're out. <laughs> Please
5: be
2: safe. Bye bye. Just heard the sports drive with Josh Lopez and Sean Mann. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. We offer news, opinion, and discussion all the time for you, Jock Stars. Catch you later, Jock Stars.
5: One big smile.
3: One
4: big God smile. Bless. God bless. God bless, guys.
3: bye God bless, Frank. See you later, bud.
5: Happy, thanks- Happy Thanksgiving, Josh, Frank. See-, See you later, bud. See you later, bud. We'll talk.